Hey fam bam, welcome back. Today we're gonna to be talking about how minimalism helped cure my chronic fatigue. symptom that is common in most people who struggle with energy issues, have chronic or adrenal fatigue, is the feeling of overwhelm. It's the feeling of not having enough time or energy or not being able to accomplish seemingly basic or enjoyable tasks without feeling exhausted and drained. And it's just one of those things where when I was going through chronic fatigue or adrenal fatigue for 10 years, doing less was more. The notion of doing less felt really good. This minimalism thing that was something I was naturally drawn to over the period of time became something that really supported the lifestyle that helped not only improve the experience of chronic fatigue, but also support healing. Having this type of perspective or philosophy in my lifestyle not only helped me conquer or tackle those areas that I needed to heal, it made it really easy to heal really quick. So one of the areas that minimalism helped was in housework. There was less housework to do because we had less in the home. I remember even at that time, we had just had a new second baby and we would get up, go for a walk, usually start the laundry, come back and fold, eat, and just have this lackadaisy day. By the end of the day, we would be like, where did the day go? And what did we do with our day? And I really think that comes from having that little amount of energy and being able to conserve and just live a really conservative, chill lifestyle, I don't think I really realized how chronically fatigued I was at that point. So it just felt like that little amount that we did was just perfect. And if I were expected to do any more or like get dressed and show up somewhere, it would be extremely stressful. So when I've accumulated more energy in this recent year, my house now looks totally different. As you can see behind me, it actually looks like a house. It's nice to have the energy and the enjoyment to actually nest or decorate my home. It's nice to have the energy to have real live plants. Like I have over a dozen plants in my house and like to take care of them and enjoy taking care of them because it's easy to take care of myself. The next area where minimalism really helped with chronic fatigue was my simplified meals. It was almost like forced meal planning. I was always so stressed and when I got hungry, I needed to eat now. And so to reduce that stress, I would just make big meals. If you recall back in the Utah day, I would make big pots of pho and it was, it did have chicken. I was not vegan at that time. And I really think it was because I couldn't breastfeed. If you guys have followed even before then in my first pregnancy, I was bed rested because I tried to stay vegan in my pregnancy and I went to preterm labor. So during both of my pregnancies and breastfeeding, I was not vegan. And I really started to notice the difference when I went back to being vegan in the inconsistencies in my energy. So I 
eliminated the idea of decision-making back then by just eliminating dairy, eliminating sugar, and just eating the same consistent meals over and over again. And you just get so tired where you're like, I just don't care anymore. I just have to eat. And so it doesn't matter if it's the same chicken soup in the morning, chicken soup in the afternoon, chicken soup in the evening, a little salad at night. I just made sure that I had the energy because it felt so much better and it wasn't worth forgetting or not taking the time to do that. The next area was just reducing decision fatigue overall, not just in meals, but also when I woke up. All my clothes were the same. Back in Utah, which I think was, I wanna say the height of my, my, maybe it was the height of my chronic fatigue. I just had two pregnancies. It's hard to tell because I wasn't testing at that time. I know I felt really bad before I got pregnant the first time and I was a raw vegan then, but we won't go into that. But um, at that time, I know that I was doing a lot to really support my lifestyle because I was adjusting to two new kids, I was breastfeeding two kids, I was just pregnant, etc. And so that was the time of my life that I would say was the most simple it has ever been. And I had literally 10 articles of clothing. Like I had two pairs of shorts, I think, and a few different pants and then a bunch of tops. And they were all pretty much black and gray. Like if you go back to the videos, you'll notice I pretty much wore the same thing every single day. And that was just so easy to wake up, put whatever clothes on without having to think about it. I didn't do hair and makeup. In fact, I didn't really own makeup back then. And it was just, and sometimes I really do miss that. And today I still do hair and makeup because I do a lot of commercial work. Um, those of you guys that are new, my job is in filming and photo uh, photographing, and so I do hair and makeup for those things, but sometimes I just really miss not <laughs> having those things to do. The next area is in stress management. Because stress, negative energy, like worry, concern, was a huge drain, and to be quite frank, when your hormone levels are not like on par when they're out of balance you're stressed out about everything already there was like enough stress as it is so it was it's crucial really to stress manage to heal because stress takes so much energy but not only does it take so much energy stress creates chemicals in the brain that affect the way your body functions it affects the internal biochemistry of the body and so for me, I remember there was a certain point where certain things that would get stressful enough, I would literally say, I just don't have the energy to bother. I'm tired of fighting, like with myself or my stress or my thoughts or whatever. Like I would just feel like I'm just tired of fighting and, and fighting against the flow or fighting against what is or fighting against like whatever my ego was like bombarding me with. It was just like I couldn't deal with it. So I just let it go and so in a way it was a positive thing because the idea of does this thought serve me does this story serve me does my perspective serve me really came into play and it was definitely very like so much harder then than the way it is now and if you stick around later in the week i'm going to talk to you about um, the differences in like my healing and just a little update on my journey but the difference in my resilience both emotionally and just mentally is it's it's a huge huge difference so back then stress management was super key and applying that minimalism philosophy was one of the best ways to just 
efficiently decide whether or not I wanted to put energy into something. The next area was just better relationships because for the same reason that I, I can't stress out anymore. I couldn't deal with anybody who was just full of drama and full of ego or full of negativity. Like, no, thank you. Like, I'm at the max of like where I'm at with my energy. I'm already trying not to be negative. Like if you're negative and you suck, you're not gonna be a part of my life. And on top of it, because my chronic fatigue was just so, it's one of those things where you know that you are a normal, healthy, functioning person, but because you feel so freaking overwhelmed and exhausted about the little things, you kind of like a closet, you know, something like you have this like secret where you want to show up and be normal but for some reason your limit was here and everybody's still going and at some point when you get in these relationships you have to start to explain yourself hey i don't know why because i wasn't diagnosed at that point i don't know why but i'm exhausted and i'm overwhelmed it's too much and i gotta check out and so all of a sudden relationships that are understanding and that are loving and supportive of like wherever you're at without needing the reason because i didn't get my reason until about a year and a half two years ago when i actually started testing i had no idea why i was so overwhelmed and tired i literally thought that i had mental childhood stuff that I was dealing with, maybe being triggered as a new mom, as a breastfeeding mom. And I knew that my level of performance, my level of stress resilience, my level of wanting to engage the way that other people did socially or with life was so much less. And so with my relationships, I naturally, or I mean, I think it was subconsciously, you know, just started gravitating towards people who helped me feel good people that I felt comfortable to be around, despite the fact that I couldn't be 100% the way that I wanted to be or the way that I wanted to give in relationships. So with all of these things, of course, I experienced more peace and more presence in my life. I would say I'm more peaceful now and more present now that I have my energies restored and it's totally healed. But if I were to look back at then and take where I was, you know, five plus years ago and put myself in this lifestyle that I have today, I would have been stressed the freak out. I would have not been able to handle the way my day goes and do the things that I do now or, or even fathom keeping up for a day or two, the way that life is paced today. So I know that all the things that I did because of the minimalism philosophy, both physically and mentally as an internal uh, self-reflective work and, and external environmental cultivation really helped me slow down. It really helped me say, I need to rest. I get this great result of like the yin and yang balance, which I'm going to talk more about, but we have so much energy moving towards um, high action, high energy, but we don't take the time to ground ourselves and get centered. And when we ground ourselves and get centered and we really get present and, and really what it is, is the brain waves start to slow down. So it doesn't matter if you're gardening, if you're gardening and fuming about what happened during the day or you're gardening and you're like, I hate this, this sucks, or you're meditating and you're like, ah, you know, just agitated. Um, that's not really what we're looking for. The idea of peace and presence comes from getting 
quiet, getting still, and your mind starts to slow down. Quite literally, your brain waves slow down. And it is here that we begin to tap into not only the subconscious mind, which is really cool, it is where healing states start to arise. So if your environment outside and inside don't support your body's ability to get centered, to get grounded, more yin to slow those brain waves down both when you're conscious and when you're asleep you literally cut yourself short you diminish the amount of healing and restoration that your body can actually do for you naturally so having a minimalist environment internally and externally really helped support that and at the end of the day in the last area my self-awareness grew i was able to begin to practice and take action on identifying what actually adds value to me and what doesn't and those experiences magnified because if it didn't add value it didn't only not feel good it felt horrible because i would just get so overwhelmed and exhausted by it and if it felt really good it felt great because I wasn't overwhelmed and exhausted. So it was almost a gift to experience this immense amount of overwhelm and whatever you want to call it, because I was literally just encouraged to say, Hey, it doesn't add value. And I don't have energy for that. Like I just can't. And so at the end of the day, minimalism, I'm so happy that it came around when it did. Um, I know in my journey, I had started to practice minimalism before it even had that name, but I didn't know what was going on. And as these, the chronic fatigue got worse, that just sort of amplified because it felt good. It felt right. It felt balanced. It really added value to my experience and to helping, you know, ease whatever I was going through. And so that is why I'm so passionate about sharing this philosophy of minimalism. It, it doesn't really matter what the name or the title is, as long as you understand that the idea is really identifying what elevates you and your entire being, what calls you to rise. And sometimes rising is rooting down and grounding. Sometimes centeredness is self-centeredness because you put yourself in the center of your intentions and your alignment and you're able to come from this space of abundance and then really be selfless. And that's the whole idea of all of this anyways to begin with. You know, this channel, my content, our conversation, this journey, how can we live more? How can we do more, live more, be more so that we can give more? I mean, it, it all goes hand in hand and that's the beauty of it. And that is why I'm so passionate to share this journey with you and what works because ultimately it isn't just about your experience of life. It is about our experience. And I know that for myself, I had so much that I wanted to do and create to give back. And I wasn't able to do that because I could hardly take care of myself. So my goal is to help you continue to level up your life, whatever the next step is for you, to continue to rise up so that you have time and energy to truly live your fulfilled state of being. So I wanna thank you guys so much for being here. I hope you enjoyed this video. And until next time, ciao.